Welcome to Ignorance Is This, a show about the best or most effective way to watch film with little to no knowledge about it beforehand. My name is Scott Martin, and as always, sitting opposite me is my co-host, Oliver Dia. Hey, hello episode, hello. and listeners to Welcome 3. <laughs> to Welcome 3? Yes. What does that mean? <laughs> Don't get my jokes, Scott. I said hello episode, and listeners to Welcome 3, it's all, it's all in the wrong order. Oh, the, I see. The nouns are reversed. Because what Go I on. do, after I <laughs> introduce on. you, I have to check back into the recording software and make sure that when I press record, we actually are recording. So all I heard was a bunch of jumbled words and I didn't know you were trying to make a joke. Yeah, well, I always try to start off with a little joke and I guess you're just thinking about technical stuff, which, you know, it doesn't doesn't really matter. It's all about humour. Yes, it is all about humour here on Ignorance Is This. How are you doing today, Ollie? Yeah, I'm um, okay. Yeah. Not bad? Yeah, it's uh, a seven out of ten day. That's not that's not a bad day. Yeah. You know what? You know what? That's a certified fresh score on Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> that day. Actually, yeah, you're absolutely right. Would you say that that is a day that you have um, woken up on the right side of the bed? Uh, yes. <laughs> I can only wake up on the left side of the bed, so that's a bit depressing for me. Let me just say that I think I've had a bit of a thought. You've had another thought. Yes. My thought this week, because mm. I've been doing a lot of thinking, um, just wanted to th- see... Out of all the celebrities that have died, yep. artists, whether it be artists, actors, directors, whatever, who do you think, if they were alive today, would still have the biggest influence on cult- pop culture today? Oh, all right. Or who, maybe not the biggest. You know, who who do you think would still impact quite a bit? The first, the first three deaths that I think of. Yeah. Are all musicians? Okay, and yeah, not, and not film related. Was anyway. one of them Amy? No, not Amy. Okay, she was who I was going to say, but you go on. I well, I don't think any of these people would be super relevant today okay. if they were still alive. You've got MJ, you've got Prince, and you've got Bowie. Prince MJ and Bowie Prince. lasted. Yeah, okay. uh, sorry, lasted. I shouldn't say that. They were they passed away last year. Yeah, and uh. I understand that they were both incredibly influential, but they were not... Well, except I suppose Bowie was still putting out records to the year in which he passed, but n- not to the popularity that he once was at. And mm-hmm. Michael Jackson, as I'm sure you recall, was going on a bit of a spiral before he passed in terms of uh, media criticism and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. So him, probably not so much, but... MJ? Yeah. He yeah. was hyping a lot of... He was hyping his album. He though. was ready to come back and tour. Yeah. He was saying it was going to be better than um, Thriller. That's, the Thriller album. I mean, that's a real big... Yeah, it is a big call, I think. Yeah, uh, the stress, stress is why he died. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, who are you thinking of then? Well, I, I was thinking of Amy Winehouse. Again, a musician, and we're talking about this stuff in a film podcast. Great. <laughs> but I was just thinking her because, like, as you know, I've been listening to... Her song nonstop, mm-hmm, back while, to black while editing. Um, but I think, I think she had, she definitely could have had a lot more to say, or I think she'd be doing. She wouldn't be doing the same stuff she is to. She was back then. She'd be doing something very different. And you'll be pleased to know, she was like, uh, like friends with Nas and. 
I would, and most deaf and I was just about to say my my actual answer would probably be Tupac because yeah? he oh, okay. was he was kind of the Kendrick Lamar of the previous generation <laughs> yeah. and if he was still around today it would be very interesting to yeah. see the kinds of things because I was just thinking say. like in today's society like where would she go like you've got to do something different all the time and I think well they're trying to take I, her back to rehab <laughs> that's where, that's where she would well, that's where people would like her to go but she says no 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 <laughs> I guess she'll go back to black. It's okay. okay. I've been listening to the song a lot. It's not about that. (laughs) Um, But yeah, any film, any filmmakers or any actors wise? Uh, Who who you think would still have cultural impact? Philip Seymour Hoffman? Yeah. If he was still in movies, I think he would be like, I mean, I don't know. Like still still in the... uh, Getting all the awards and everything? Yeah, I can't imagine that if he was still around Not in 2017, he would be less popular as he was in the year that he passed. Yeah. So yeah. he would at least maintain the, the hype that he had behind him and the fandom. And maybe even with the... um, If he was alive during... did Was all the shots that featured him in Mockingjay Part 2 ever, uh, ever him? Or was it all CGI recreated? Uh, from what I understand, they... They did not. They only did one shot of him CGI, and they just they just replaced his role with um, with Hamish um, Woody uh, yep. Woody Woody's character. Okay. So, yeah, they replaced his role with him, and they only had one CGI shot, I think, okay. which was him in the crowd. I remember that, and it did look bad. Yeah, and that's that's sad because yeah, that's it's, a terrible. Legacy it really there. isn't their fault that like you can't blame them too much. Yeah, but because we had prior knowledge of knowing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, um, someone else. Um, Heath Ledger. Yeah, feel like he'd be a big one still in 2017. If he well, was yeah, he would have been year. in Dark Knight Rises. Yep, that was the plan. Yeah. They wanted to bring the Joker back. Um, but there was a there's a documentary made after him. Oh yeah, um, it's coming out now. Just recently. Oh yeah. I am Heath Ledger. Very creative name. Very creative title. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so yeah, like I reckon. I mean, will Phil Seymour Hoffman have a documentary made know. about him? Probably not. So Ledger clearly has a yeah. Do you think that's him. because because Heath Ledger played the Joker yeah. and like it? He's gonna have all that hype. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. There's Philip Seymour Hoffman has never played a role that is as well known as the Joker is. Yeah. And not only did he play a popular character like the Joker, but he also kind of, kind of like molded yeah what the Joker thing. is in the the general public's eye. Yeah. So. Yeah, Definitely. that's my choice. I would say yeah. Ledger and Tupac. Because I couldn't, I couldn't think of any directors that had recently passed, only, uh, like, auteur directors I'm, I'm talking about. Like, okay. big name. Because, I mean, I'm probably very wrong, but the last, you know, big name director I remember dying is Stanley Kubrick. And I don't actually remember him dying. I wasn't born, I don't believe. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, he, he's the only big auteur I can think of in recent... And it's not even that recent. Not he died in the nineties. Do you know what year that was? What year? Oh, did... maybe it was ninety six or so. I'm not sure. What year did the Hitchcock pass away in? Oh, I, I have no idea. Like how? Because I have no idea. Oh, he, he didn't. He, I think it was the seventies. Hitchcock. It was. It was not long after his last film. Uh, very close. Um, mid or uh, early. 1980. Oh, aren't I so good at guessing numbers? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah, we'll come back to that later in the in the Rotten Tomato segment. Anyway, yeah. um, 
a follow-up question. Yes, okay. Who would you be most sad if they were to pass away today? Oh. And maybe actor and a musician? An actor and a musician. Yeah. All right, answer musician for me so I don't have to. Kanye West. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> um, if Kanye West passed away, we would have lost a the most influential creative person on the planet. That's true. Yep. Could you name my musician who I'd actually like, I would shed a tear? <laughs> hmm. Weird Al Yankovic? Yes. Oh my yes. God. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't talked about him in a while, so I'm glad you got it. Just yeah. out of nowhere. <laughs> There, there was yeah. a couple of names in my head, but I would generally I, I be that, sad. I know that you'd, you've been a fan of him for since you were just a wee a wee little boy. I so. think that's why I would be sad because it's nostalgia as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If I found out that Greg from the Wiggles died, I would be. <laughs> <laughs> He's the okay. yellow Wiggle, by the way. Um, I would be very sad about that. Yeah. Actors though, or uh, directors. Actors, directors. Who would you cry over? I don't know if I'd cry over anyone. <laughs> yeah, I'd just be sad. <laughs> I'd be sad. What about? Tarantino. Well, I just thought of that Tarantino. I don't think I'd cry. No, because I, it's because it's because with with uh, di- actors and directors, you don't know really know about them personally. Yeah, musicians, you're way more likely to look into their personal life mm-hmm. and actually understand where they came from. Came yep. from. I can see that. Because like I don't actually know much about Tarantino personally. No. Or many actors. Yeah. I would be sad if Darren Chris died. I think <laughs> yeah. I might have a cry about that. Yeah, because you do know a lot about him. Yeah, I've That's followed that. him for years. Yeah, um, yeah, I might have to say Darren Chris, which is a person that I don't think the, the general public would know of, of name. Yeah. So He's like, from I, Glee. I've been trying to avoid saying him because, like, I don't know if... But I can't think of yeah. anyone else that I'd you, be more you d- sad You about. actually feel attached. Yeah. So, oh, Daniel Radcliffe. Oh, Reds. Yeah. Oh, Reds. Because we've grown up with him, haven't we? He's yeah, a li- we have. He was a little boy wizard, and now he's a man. Did you have a cry when Alan Rickman passed away? I didn't cry, but year? I was sad. Yeah, of course. So, yeah. Yeah. Dan Rad is a good one, but I'd still say Darren for me because I followed yeah. him for longer, and I had more of an attachment to him. Like, for example, if, yeah. if Darren released a movie or a TV show, I'd watch it now. Yeah, you would. But I haven't seen Swiss Army Man. But I have access to it, but I, <laughs> yeah. I but I haven't seen it yet. But like, so that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. he's the one actor that I I follow pretty much religiously. Yeah, Darren. Yeah, cool. All right. Well, so so your answer is Dan Rad. I would just just yeah, just because I can't really think of can't really think of anyone else I'm that that attached to. No. Very interesting. Yeah. Well, that's a good thought. He's, oh. not, he's not my favorite actor, but he, he, I like I like him. Who is your favorite actor? Jake Gyllenhaal. Mm. Can you say that name for me now, Scott? I think it's pronounced <clears throat> Jake. Glykenhole? Yeah. (laughs) All right, good. Welcome back to Ignorance Is This. Ollie. Hello. Your microphone's on this time, I promise you. Good. Good. Um, We watched a movie the other day. We did. Yes, what movie was that? We watched Ghost in the Shell. Who did that star? Um, Scarlam Jimson. And what is that adapted from? Uh, Ghost in the Shell Part Anime 2. And also a manga, <laughs> I think. These are things I don't know what I'm talking about. Great. Um, We're so well equipped to be talking about <laughs> this culturally significant anime adapted film. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, so we're going to just talk about what we thought of it, things we liked, what we didn't like. Yeah. So like that. you watched all the trailers before seeing it. Yes. I had seen nothing. The only thing I knew about it was that Scarlett Johansson was in the film. Yes. I have never. Neither of us have actually seen the anime, so no. we had no idea what it was even about. 
Had you known that it was an anime or it was adapted from a, a Japanese? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I definitely knew it was a Japanese anime. Yep. Okay. But that's that's about it. But you know what? Um, about five minutes into the film, uh-huh. we we learnt what it was about, didn't we? <laughs> we did. Not only did we were told through, I think it was exposition, actually writing on the screen, telling us what the film was about. Yes, that was the very first Great. shot. I'm using quotations yep. here. Thanks was... for thanks, film, for telling us what's happening. Yeah. And then the oh, this cool title. What what uh-huh. what does that mean? Well, you only have to wait a couple minutes before they drop some heavy dialogue on you explaining what Ghost in the Shell means. Yes. Really badly. Do you know what it was? Can you do... What Ghost in the Shell means? No. Do you know what the dialogue they said was? Uh, Yes. Uh, (laughs) I I think I, I can give you a vague idea. I should say, though, in case you weren't listening from the very beginning of the show, uh, spoilers for this discussion of Ghost in the Shell um, and the... You know, we might accidentally slip out some spoilers for other things as well. So just be careful. But uh, this is our official spoiler discussion of Ghost in the Shell. Okay, so what was the actual dialogue piece? Um, <laughs> I think it was. I think it was something like um, when uh, when your family perished at sea, you became a spirit or a ghost. You became a ghost <laughs> and. Now we've built you this fantastic body, a shell even. <laughs> when we put your when we put your ghost in this shell, you become the ghost in the shell. <laughs> Did I nail it? Was it one hundred percent correct? Because yes, I think pre- it was something as ridiculous I'm, as that. I'm pretty sure when she said this, we put you in this body, or look at the camera and wink, shell. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, like I didn't. I honestly actually didn't know what the title meant. But um, I think the moment I heard it was about robotics, I was like, oh, okay. So like, Shell is probably like the robot, and she's like the person controlling the robot or something like that. Yeah. Were you aware that this character was a human mind in an android body? Uh I th- no, I thought it was just. I thought it was more. She was. I thought it either was she was just a robot, a, a person. That had been cybernetically enhanced, or she was uh, like controlling a robot or something. Okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. So hearing that expedition of, uh, you are the ghost in the yeah. shell. So she is. Did that help you? Uh, yes. It, uh, it it summed everything up perfectly. Yes. You as <laughs> you as the typical American. <laughs> Idiot. (laughs) Shout out to one of my favourite bands, Green Day. You being this typical cinema-going idiot, you were glad that they almost literally spelled that out for you. I'm so happy. Okay, good. Because if they didn't say that, I would have been wondering why why are these wizards doing these things? (laughs) What? They're not wizards, they're... They're spirits in little bodies. Uh, I don't know. In robotic bodies, yeah. But yeah, so Ghost in the Shell, for those that don't know, it means... The premise is she she is... They have got her conscience and her brain and they have transplanted it into a a incredibly human-like uh, robotic body. So the only part about her is that... The only uh, human part about her is her brain and her consciousness. Yes, for everyone else in the world, they have human, they have robotic uh, 
enhancements. Like, so maybe they have a robotic arm or robotic eyes. And there are also robots that are just completely robots. Yeah. But And she is sort of the hybrid between the two. And that's what the um, the text was that we mentioned a couple of minutes ago. Yeah. What it was, what the text said was essentially something like, um, in whatever year this was, it was far into the future, um, cybernetic enhancement has become so advanced that the the difference between android and humans like the line has blurred yeah. to the point where it's almost indistinguishable yeah so that that's the little social message of the film like oh should you be really cyber enhancing your body oh don't do that oh this this <laughs> don't could be... trust machines but buy honda yeah <laughs> there was a lot of honda sponsorship throughout this movie. so yeah it was a bit of a black mirrory thing what is Ooh. this <laughs> some kind of episode of black mirror <laughs> so yeah it was like oh the near future could this really happen yeah um so we both wrote notes of what we, we what we both thought. did so again reiterating i didn't watch any trailers i knew nothing about this scott watched all the trailers beforehand i knew pretty much everything that was available to so me away from the why anime don't, why don't you give us your thoughts based on you knowing uh, a lot of the promotional material before seeing the film. Would you like me to talk about things I liked and didn't like, or would you like to for me only to say things that I knew um, about the film before going in? Actually, why don't you just tell us likes and didn't like? Don't tell me the bit about you knew, because I'll we you okay. talk about that in a sec. Yep. Okay, so these were the notes that I wrote. All right. uh, this would be word-for-word word <laughs> notes that I wrote uh, on the car ride home. Things I didn't really like. Kind of boring? <laughs> uh, very impressive CGI, but unimpressive shots. Especially for an anime adaption. Now, no. away from notes now, this is not word for word, but every now and then there would be a shot that would that would be a CGI shot going from building to building to building onto Scarlett Johansson, her, we should call her by, her name is Major in this. Major. Which I think is different than the anime no, because the oh, anime is a very Japanese sounding name and they thought we should change that. No, 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 I think I think her name is the major, but it's the major. No, I think that's just what they call her, the major. Oh yes, okay, the, the her title. So, um so yeah, there would be a shot from building to building and it would just be this one swift shot into her riding onto a bike in enter frame and then, you know, the camera would be placed behind the bike and it would look great. And the first time that I saw that, I thought, great. Oh, this is the kind of movie it's going to be. It's going to be all these impressive shots. And I started to look out for them. Mm. But it is so mid-shot, camera A, camera B. Every yeah. now and then there'd be a two-shot. It was just boring visually to look at, which is crazy for us for a movie that was adapted in this such yeah. a way. It is weird you say that because I have... One of the things I did like about it was how visually pleasing it was. <laughs> well, I, as the, city, the you're city right though, looked the, unbelievably yeah. gorgeous. The city, if you watch this film, the city is astounding. They yeah. have gigantic holograms just everywhere, like fish, gigantic hologram fish swimming around the building, giant people advertising stuff. Yeah, it's if, awesome. If you're looking for a movie that has a, a giant fish swimming <laughs> around the building, you're going to love Ghost in the Shell. You will love holograms, yeah. But yeah, that's not what I'm saying. Like, the yeah. CGI looked amazing, Sorry, yeah. but it was just really still camera shots. Yeah, okay, yeah, fair enough. Um, for all the bits that didn't really require action-heavy sequences. Um, uh, my next note was City looked great. Um, the middle was lacking. Mm-hmm. Kind of inter- uh, interesting intro and... I kind of like the ending, I suppose, but the middle (laughs) I kind of just slipped out and started thinking of other things. Um, The very last sequence, again, spoilers, the very last sequence has um, 
Scarlett Johansson's major standing on a building, looking down onto the cityscape below her. And a voiceover comes over the top. And ScarJo is like, oh, jeez, it was something like, I am the hero they need. They don't think that they need me, but they do. And I was like, she's like, and and the way that like she kind of like was sitting, like she kind of had like, she was kind of like squatting, but one leg was like outstretched, very Mm -hmm. Spider-Man looking over the city. (laughs) So I said, uh, very superhero vibe at the end with the voiceover and the, it was quite Spider-Man-esque. Um, Never for one second did I believe that the story with the boat was real regarding her parents, and that's how she became the ghost. Oh, okay. They were like, your parents died in a boating accident, and you were there, but we saved you. Yeah. Me as an audience member thought, no, that's just something that they're telling you, you idiot. (laughs) So if they actually expected us to believe that, bad. Um, Well, okay. I'll I'll come back to that later. Remind uh, me. I also wrote because trailer, maybe. Yeah. Perhaps. Um, oh, the spider machine at the end yeah. looked absolutely awful. Um, <laughs> there was a shot where she was um, she was hiding behind a pillar and there was like an overpass above her mm. and the spider thing shot the road and it fell down. But as it was falling, so it hadn't landed, she jumped from the ground onto the falling cement block and then jumped onto the overpass above it, mm-hmm. right? That shot looked like one of the worst okay. examples of CGI <laughs> I've ever seen in a film. It looked like, it looked rubber. Like, like I know that uh, she's like kind of metal and she's not human, but it actually <laughs> looked rubber the way that she jumped onto that and onto the other thing. Yeah. Awful. Um, uh, oh, there was, a, there was a scene with a lot of really quick um, flashes. Like, like bright. Was this lights. towards the end? Yeah, I think so. Uh, Between the middle and end, it was so intense that I had to close my eyes and look away. Yeah, and there was no seizure warning to anyone with epilepsy, and that's bad. And like, I'm not saying that as like, <laughs> no, yeah, I remember that as a joke. I actually thought, oh, people could get actually affected by this, and I don't know <laughs> if there's been any cases that there has, but it was. I don't know. It was bad. Like, I had to look away. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I said epilepsy trigger warning would have been, um, would have been nice. Right. Things that I liked, uh, this list is a little bit shorter. (laughs) Um, I liked that the original villain turned out to be a good guy. Okay. Not so much a great guy, (laughs) but he was a good guy in the sense it was like, don't trust them. They're kind of weird. And there's this guy after you and you can join me. And it turned out that they were kind of like love interests in another past. Were they? Yeah, well, they were at least real good mates. Okay. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, sorry. The... Oh, do you remember the scene where... Do you remember that guy? Uh, he was in a truck. And then some... Uh, the, the the eventual bad guy, like, turned a... Like, flicked a switch or something. And then suddenly they, like, started rampaging and they they drove the truck into a car. And then they like shot the people in the car. Yeah. And yep. then the interrogation scene of him in that kind of cube like cell of him going like, why are you saying all this to me? Yeah. Why? And he literally didn't believe that he did that stuff because it was just a, a switch in his brain. Yeah. I loved that scene. Yeah. And that actor was great. That was cool. Yeah. Yeah. He was really like the way, like 
there was a lot of like, I'm telling you, I don't know anything. And I thought that was good. But he kind of like looked at ScarJo and just said, why are you doing these things? And that like actually made me go, oh, that was like really good. By far, and literally no one else's, my favorite scene in the entire movie. Oh, okay. Um, and yeah, City looked great and general CGI was amazing. Yep. Those, that's my good list. Okay. Well, yeah, I agree. The The CGI was the, probably the best thing about the whole thing. Yep. Um, I'll just... A couple other scenes I really loved was... Um, I loved her suit, which was, again, CGI, but, like, she would do the invisible thing. And then the whole scene with um, beating the guy up in the water. So she, uh, oh, she was chasing yeah. some guy, and then he would end up in the water, and there was this really cool shot of the the skyline and he was standing like looking at the skyline while standing in the water and then she was sort of like dancing around him and punching him and stuff yeah i that think that probably... was from the anime like yeah I think yeah they i took think that straight up. it looked like it looked like something they would have taken mm. straight from the anime um yeah that was probably one of the coolest visual scenes and the cool it was a cool fight scene even though he didn't really fight back or anything <laughs> yeah. but um that and i also love the f- the first um scene where the the robot um, the, uh, the, the, the Japanese sort of lady servant robot and she's got the mask on and, um, oh, I'm lost. Uh, Who's this? She, no, it, like she didn't look, she look, has a mask on. Um, oh, he's diving. <laughs> diving to see. <laughs> Cause it has, it has a name. It was called the, uh, robot, Ge- the geisha. Do you remember the geisha? Uh, I recognise that name. Can I see what she looked like? Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. 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 And um, and then they yeah. basically got their brains fixed, switch, and they yeah. Started um, killing that all was people. this was this was a really cool cinematic scene because it um it had her walking down the hall and there was like really minimal music and it was like sort of ooh she's walking down the hall what's going to go on mm-hmm. and then her face flicks open and she's really scary and that was that uh, um. That was actually a um a practical robot. Oh wow, that yeah. looked great. Yeah, uh, yeah. It then that creepy really message cool. came out from the voice. Yeah, and, and um, yeah, even creepy. the legs that came out. And, and yeah, she started crawling up the yeah, wall. Yeah, that was practical, and what? it looks it looks so creepy because practical. it's because it's real. Well, wow. I, I'm pretty sure the whole thing's real. That's amazing. Um, but yeah, that whole scene was really cool. That was a cool build up. Yep. Okay. Now that being said, those are the scenes I really liked, and I and I also say I really like really like the villain. The initial villain, uh, Michael, the fir- the Michael Pitt. Guy? Yeah. Yep. The, the Mar- robot guy. Trigger or whatever the guy's name was. Clicker or something. Uh, Cutter. Cutter. Yeah. Cutter was the eventual, the actual bad guy of who owned the company. Yep. Now, so I've, I've, I've watched the trailers now, and I want to say a couple of things that I saw in the trailer <laughs> that na- that I can see how you have some of the opinions that you have. So you said before you didn't, you had, you didn't, you never once believed that her past was not her past. Sorry, it was her past. I, you I al- never believed the story about the boat. Yeah, you always... Because her past is, oh, she died in a boat. That's how she her brain became into the hands of this robot company and they put her in the in the shell. Yeah. And you never believed that story. You're like, oh, that's just what the, the company have made her believe. So she, she thinks that's her past and how she died. Yes, that's exactly what I thought. I did believe it. I believed it all. Okay. I, I never even questioned it. I just thought, great, that's her backstory. Cool. Mm-hmm. I'm, and I was actually glad. I was, like, I was like, 
Cool. We're moving on from there. Let's move on with the plot. What's going to happen with the plot? What's going to happen in, in the future now? And then I watched the trailer and every single voiceover for the whole film, like the main voiceover going through the trailers is, what about your past? But what about your past? Yeah. Are you thinking about your past? And I, and I was like, huh, I guess I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it, yeah, it was, it was Michael, and it was Michael Pitt saying it too. So it was, the, sorry, it was the bad, yeah, the, it was the initial the, bad guy, the which bad. is, again, is pretty much sort of like saying, oh, you're going to meet me in the movie eventually, and I'm going to tell you that the people you're currently aligned with aren't or who you think they are, yep. or who, they aren't who you think they are. I'm probably not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, that is so bad. Like, the whole, my, I like the first half of the film more than the second half, because I was in this suspense of disbelief up until they revealed who Michael Pitt was, uh, who the the bad guy was. I'm sorry I don't remember his name, but <laughs> we, we, we didn't watch the anime. Michael um, Pitt works. Michael Pitt. Um, we, we've I been calling yeah. Scarlett Johansson more than Major, so yeah. Yeah, it's no biggie. <laughs> I, was, lo- I was really about. liking it up until that bit. Uh-huh. I still like. I still didn't like mind it after that. But He, he was a good, creepy He bad was guy. a really cool bad guy, yeah. and he was cool because now you actually see him in the trailer. Not only do... In fact, okay, so in the film, up until halfway, he is always under a hood and you never even know who he is or where he's from. You have, you have pretty much no clue what his role is until she meets him. But in the trailer, it pretty much opened, or like halfway through the trailer, so a minute in, <laughs> he has taken his hood off. Uh-huh. He's shown who he looks like. I didn't even know it was Michael Pitt. I honestly didn't even oh, know it was okay. him. Well, that's good. And he takes his hood off and he has her there it captured and is saying like, you, yeah, again, you shouldn't trust those people. <laughs> you, how can you know your past is true? And, and then, yeah. And then, but in the trailer, it's like, yeah, that's, that's revealed straight away. For me, I actually feared the villain. Like I was actually like, oh, um, I'm quite... Like I'm not scared of him, but like I was scared for the main characters that he was going to do something bad. Yeah. Like I actually thought he was a, like a really bad threat, and that's something you really need with a villain. They need to have, they need to show that they have a threat, or you need to be threatened by them. And I was yeah. legitimately threatened by them. Were you threatened by him, having seen his damn face in the trailer? No, I knew exactly who he was. Yeah, so you didn't, you weren't frightened at all, or uh-huh. you did you did you think he was? going to become an ally or become a good guy or not bad? I didn't think he was going to become an ally, but I knew okay. that he wasn't going to be the 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 end game bad. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. so I think and I think that's a huge that's quite big for that to happen in the trailer. Now, it, like it might seem on the outside, oh, well they always do that in the trailer. Yeah. yeah, they shouldn't. It's not the it's not the final act spoiler, it's the middle act spoiler, but still you're, but that's yeah, half that, the film. That's half the film where you already know about what's going to happen. Yeah, that's set for so, me, it was spending an entire hour and a, and a bit going, this guy is a terrorist and he is the absolute scum of this society. Yeah. And I was just going like, ah, just wait. It, it, I was and, just waiting for that turnaround to happen. <laughs> this, this movie really showed to me, because I mean, we didn't, this wasn't as much prevalent in Kong. Um, this was really evident to me that trailers have the habit of thinking the only spoiler is the film is the final, final, final bit. Uh-huh. Not even just the final, like the final bit. 
So do, does the main character win or die? Uh, die or win? Or, <laughs> what am I trying to say? Die or not die? <laughs> live. Is live the is the word. So that's that's like all win, the that's all the trailers care about. They're like, well, as long as we don't tell you if the main character dies, it's a good trailer. That's yeah. how we're going to cut the trailer. But what it sh- what a trailer should do is just not show you anything. They spoiled the middle bit of the film, which essentially means the whole film, you don't care until that final bit. Yeah. And some maybe sometimes you would care if it was, you know, a dialogue movie with funny lines and funny things. But really, this movie didn't have a lot of other redeeming factors other than its story and its visual effects. So Awesome. Yeah, it, I completely agree. Yeah. So it didn't have much going for it other than those, and they spoiled one of them in the trailer. So I feel bad for you that <laughs> the only thing you could really get out of this film was the visual effects. I got to have the story for the most part cool. until it became eh, a bit, you know, a company versus the good people. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it became. So after that, after... So as you saw that, as it happened, away from the trailer, mm-hmm. did you have a good time with the film? Yeah, I, I actually like the film. Okay. I walked out of it thinking, you know what? That wasn't crap. That was that <laughs> was that was quite all right. What would you rate it? Because I gave a rating at the bottom of my notes. <sighs> I now I wasn't gonna read the Rotten Tomatoes score, but uh-huh. I accidentally just looked at it a couple of mi- uh, like an hour ago or so. And I hadn't seen. I still don't think I've seen what the score is all for right. Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, which is sort of tainted it. Again, if Rotten Tomatoes, it straight up taints your opinion. <laughs> but I would, I would have given this maybe a six or seven. <laughs> like walking out of the cinema, I didn't really like the ending. I didn't think that was great. Do you know that shot that I'm talking? Sorry, that I'm talking the, about the, the robot one. Yeah, no. wait, where she? Oh, she jumps no, on a know. slab and it looks so bad. <laughs> we'll Sorry, to, I just can't we'll get look, over it. We'll have to look at that. Yes. Um. But yeah, I would have said. Uh, probably 6.5, I would have, I would have said. Like, I didn't have a bad time. It was all right. It's mm-hmm. pretty good. But now? Uh, what, what, what was your uh, I wrote 6.5. Okay. Very good. So actually both did like it. So. Yeah, like it was, yeah. like I still enjoyed it for the yeah. most part, but I could I could have enjoyed it better yeah. if I had not uh, uh, had the, prior knowledge. The Rotten Tomato score was, sorry, uh, it was 43. Oh, what? Yeah. That low? Yeah. I would have, ex- honestly. 46. I'm being completely honest when I say I would have expected a a positive score for. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely thought it would be a positive score. Mm. So that, that's that's sort of strange because, uh, yeah, it looked it looked really cool and it wasn't like I mean the storyline even even though it wasn't you know groundbreaking it wasn't trash at all. No, I didn't think it was trash. Um, I don't know maybe, I I, I I'd love to know what um anime pe- uh, people who that watch the anime thing I think they probably hate it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I believe that's. I heard I, one guy. In go fact, out, I, I yeah. wrote that uh, at the bottom of my notes. If you were a big fan of anime or the manga, would you love this or hate it? Um, <laughs> I heard I, I one. That could be a discussion that we could have had. My yeah. guess would be, no, you wouldn't like it. Mm. I heard one guy come out of the cinema and say it was. Uh, some guy, his friend said, "Oh, so what was that like compared to the anime?" And he was like, "Oh, you know that." They, they they changed a bit. Okay. Well, well, at least he's not like a bit in, crying a bit out in of denial. Time. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, a couple other things. Oh yeah. Um, oh, did you know? Now I thought her mate, her white-haired mate, because uh, I was just I'm looking at my notes. <laughs> I have him referred to as Cable. 
Cable. From, like, from like the DC universe because <laughs> he's he's a big bulky man with short white hair. Yeah, okay. I don't know his character name. So her, I'm sorry. Her, uh, the major's uh, Scarlett Johansson's Please friend. Please can we just call him Cable? Yeah, <laughs> Scarlett Johansson's friend Cable. Yeah. Um, he didn't. Now I thought he was definitely Dominic Cooper. I saw his face and I was like, "Where do I know your face? Oh, you must be Dominic <laughs> Cooper. I don't know who else you could be. It wasn't. Do- it was. It was Euron Greyjoy, the guy who plays Euron Greyjoy. Wow. Yeah. Okay. He's only been in one season though, so like, yeah, he's not like memorable. But Actually, now that you put it, I, I can only, yeah. I only think of Euron Greyjoy with wet hair. So, <laughs> so I don't, I don't know exactly what he looks like, like dressed up. <laughs> um, just while you're looking this up, just a couple other notes that I, I put down. Um, mm-hmm. so I had a segment in my notes called things that I knew. Um, so this was things related okay. to the trailer or things that were different from the trailer. Um, at the time of me writing this notes, which was literally like over a week and a half ago. So um, you might have noticed this now after watching your thing. Um, I knew that Cable's eyes would have been blown yeah, off. Yeah, that's what I was just about to say is, uh, yep. yeah, they show the, his the eyes like that, that in the trailer. Because they only show his eyes like that in the trailer, I think. They they actually show both. Okay, because I was going to say the second I saw him with real eyes, I thought, uh-oh, <laughs> something's about to happen. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad I didn't know that. Um, oh, also, this isn't part of my notes, but did you notice that there are... Two shots that is in every single trailer. <laughs> no, it didn't. it's the it's the shot. Oh, I think it might be three, three shots. Um, from memory, it's it's the one of ScarJo kind of like getting out of her coat before jumping down to that yep. building. Then the next shot is uh, her breaking through glass to go into that scene that you yep. were talking about. Yep, that shot where she's she is invisible as she goes through the glass, but then she kind of like materializes. Mm-hmm. And the other one is, uh, there's this, like this big concrete area, but it's kind of like a water, like there's water on the ground. I don't know if it's like supposed to be a water feature or if it's just like kind of flooded, but a dude kind of spins around and like shoots at the oh, okay. water. And actually in the trailer, they show her winning that fight. Oh, do they? <laughs> yeah, they show her um, oh, punching geez. him and then looking cool. <laughs> oh yeah she kind of like looks up and she's like yeah yeah so cool. i'm like and because that was like my favorite scene i'm glad i didn't know she just beats the dude <laughs> yeah the quote you should have designed me better um that was hostile in the trailer the way that i watched that oh yeah it was in the in the car on the way up there i was re-watching the trailers and she kind of like looked up and like kind of looked a bit like a bit mad in her eyes she goes well you should have designed me better so yeah. i thought so when they said ha 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 you should have designed me better. Have a laugh and punch <laughs> on the shoulder. I was like, oh, what? they're mates. I didn't know that they were mates. And there was a... I don't know if this was in the trailer, and I don't know why I wrote this in Things That I Knew. There was a scene with Major and another female character. It was kind of in the <laughs> yeah, beginning. Yeah. And she was kind of, like, touching her skin, kind of being like, oh, skin again. I haven't, like, experienced that in ages. Yeah. I wrote Major and Random Girl Kiss... And I don't know if they actually happened in the trailer because I wrote in brackets, not in movie and wildly irrelevant. Like, yeah. I don't remember that character before or after that scene in the movie. No, Am I she just was, wrong? It was a, uh, I'm pretty sure it was a, like a prostitute. Is that what, because... Yeah, from, cause I'm pretty sure I she picked her off was, off the street huh. and then was sort of... Yeah, because I, and in the, I actually wrote that in my notes um, for the trailer. The trailer tricks you into thinking it's a love story. It's a love angle or a lover okay like a, I'm, I'm just glad that i wasn't like yeah thinking like what why is this happening at this point in the movie and then the, never called back to it we never see that character again yeah did they I, kiss in the trailer you just watched them yeah so. they did they did the kiss in the trailer okay the kiss was not in the movie 
Oh, wasn't it? No. Okay. So, yeah, so major random think... girl kiss, yeah, so not that's... in movie and wildly irrelevant. It's definitely weird. Like they they sort of trick you in the trailer to think there's a love story going on. Us, I guess it's just to make her seem more human, even though she's a robot. I don't know. Yeah, I guess um, that's what it was there for. And finally, just things that weren't in any of the things. Um, I said, if you were a fan of the anime or manga, would you love this or hate it? And the other thing was, um, funny story. There was a moment where, um. Major is damaged in her brain or like kind of like on her neck or shoulders or something. And the character that's fixing her up can't access the body unless it will, sorry, the shell. Um, (laughs) Unless if Major says, my name is whatever and I give you consent. Yeah. And then that happened. And I thought, okay. Yeah. And then it happened again. And you turned to me. Literally five minutes later, she said it again. And I turned to Ollie and I just go, this will be the final, like, this will be the peak of the movie. This will be right at the very end. The this final will be shot. Always. The final shot of her being cool and saying, I give my consent. And that is exactly what happened. <laughs> I called it from the that start. That was so funny. And so my note I... was literally just totally cold the consent bit <laughs> nailed it i was so happy when that happened i was i was all ready for it to cut to black and go to credits because she like looked at the camera or something and let it, like give my consent it had a little bit after it but still that was like the that was like the peak point mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i completely agree well is that the end of our discussion for ghost yeah. in the shell yep um to summarize you didn't see any of the trailers or promotional material i did you had a better time than I did. I would say so. I think so too. All right. One of my favorite songs from last year, that was Wolves by Kanye West, uh, featuring Sia and Vic Menza. That came from the album The Life of Pablo, which came out last year. Ollie, you're a fan of that album? I'm a big fan of it because, weirdly enough, it's probably my favorite Kanye album. See, that is interesting it to is, me. It is, yeah. It's, it's like... It's more because I can't. Ch- it's I can't choose another album. I don't know. It's more. I just listen to it most. Uh huh. Yeah, but they're all good. They're all really good. Yeah, the Kanye West podcast <laughs> radio show. Hey, here, look, it, here it is. You, you joke about that, but don't. But don't give me any ideas. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, let's go into another segment. We got another one of our games that we love to play. We love playing we some little games. Discussion. Yeah. After heavy talking, we like to do some heavy. A gaming. Yeah, after our heavy talk and we like to do some heavy riffing. <laughs> Let's get straight into it. This is our most famous segment. <laughs> the fruit is a cute. Worst segment. Um, so if anyone that doesn't know you're listening for the first time, the fruit is a cute is a segment in which I come up with a couple of um, movie uh, Rotten Tomatoes scores from the internet. And Oliver, my good friend and co-host, uh, he thinks that he can nail... Every single one within a percentage range of 5%. Feebly plodding along because I've never cracked that 5 out of 5. Yeah, so if someone, <laughs> if there is a, uh, if there's a movie that comes at 95%, if Oliver says 90 or 100, anywhere between that, it's perfectly acceptable. Anything less than that, he gets a swift, um, incorrect buzz, which if you were listening <laughs> earlier, you heard as a mistake on my part. Uh, so let's get straight into it. Um, from... The um, well, from the discussion that we were just having about Ghost in the Shell, okay. I thought the first two, um, that I that I give you would be movies, 
that the US have adapted from Japanese properties. Okay. For example, oh. let's start off with can you name the first one? I reckon it would be Dragon Ball Evolution. Dragon Ball <laughs> Evolution, one of the best movies to ever come out of cinema within the last 15 years. Oliver, what percentage does Dragon Ball Evolution have? All I'm going to say is it's definitely less than 20, but let's go say 8%. <laughs> Okay, Ollie, you Damn. can't hear that, but that was oh, a, I heard it. I was heard it well. You can hear it through my <laughs> earphones. Uh, what did you say? I said eight. It was a fourteen. Oh my god, I was so close. I nearly literally one percent off. This <laughs> this has happened before. You've yeah. got one percent off. Close. You were very close when you said you said less than twenty. Yep. Um, okay, so the other property. Um, this movie was received slightly better to give you a clue because literally anything is uh, received better than Dragon Ball Evolution was. This is um, Astro Boy. Oh, I've okay. seen this, and I've seen Dragon Ball Evolution. Yeah, I had. I remember saw it, seeing it when it came out uh, in the cinema. That's how, oh, wow. yeah. Astro Boy. I used to love Astro Boy. I'd never seen the movie. Um, Probably 55. 55. <laughs> 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 I'm laughing because it's 49. <laughs> Why do I have to? Oh, no. This is so good, ladies and gentlemen. This is... The, Ollie and I both have favourite sections of this show. I think Ollie's is pet peeves, but this is my favourite. Because I hold the power of the, the correct ding or the incorrect buzz. I'm so good within 6%, I swear. <laughs> yeah, we should just change the rule to 6%. Okay. All right, let's, let's go away from, uh, from uh, Japanese adaptions. Yeah, hit me. Um, trolls. Came out, came out very recently. Trolls came out with a soundtrack featuring Justin Timberlake. That did very well. 59. Um, no. <laughs> Not even close. 74. Did oh, well. it did well, did it? Did very well. Okay. Now, I'm not up. I'm not up to scratch these days because I don't check the reviews anymore because I don't want to know about stuff. Anyway, go before on. Before the podcast. That's my excuse. Before we started recording this, for everyone that's listening, um, I was setting up. I was setting up the desk and I started um, I started writing the introduction and things like that. And Ollie uh, drove away to buy burritos for the two of us. <laughs> um, so during this time, because I was by myself in the studio, no one was around, I was listening to some hip-hop music. And uh, the auto-cue after um, the Kendrick Lamar song I was listening to was Love the Way You Lie by Eminem. So yeah. what is the percentage... Of Eminem's very own Eight Mile. Oh. Um. It's. Oh, I know this one. It's about. I reckon you. I reckon you can get seventy-six. Yay! Not only was it seventy-six, it was exactly seventy-six. Oh boy! See, I know I'm good at some things. Go. I know I have some talent in there. There we go. <laughs> um. Now these next two movies have something in common. Okay. Let's see if you can figure out what the thing in common is. This is another quite recent one, so this should be yeah. uh, quite close to the, the front of your mind. American Hustle, featuring the likes of Bradley <clears throat> Cooper. Uh, 93. <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Wolves is playing again. <laughs> You're so crap. Correct. You're so bad. Correct. <laughs> yes. Correct. Oh, see, I was confident with that one. <laughs> I was confident. Um... Not only was it 93%, it was exactly 93%. Oh, see, when I'm good, I'm good, baby. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. I was so, Go on, I'm on fire. I'm, I, I'm yeah, pumped. I'm pumped. I was so happy 
that you got 76% for 8 Mile that I forgot to I forgot to change the uh, <laughs> change the airplane back to correcting. So so not only did you play the buzz sound for wolves, you played wolves for the ding sound. Yeah, Jeez. yeah it's just a really low bass. It's like, what does that mean, Scott? I got it, I got it right or what? Oh. All right, last one. This is the very last one. Now let's see if you can figure out what the connection here is with um, American Hustle. Uh, this is 2002's American Psycho 2. <laughs> is it because it's got American in the title, not because Buddy Christian Bale? Why, why number two? <laughs> why number two? Because I know you're a big fan of American Psycho 1 I'm and not you a... probably get it. Uh, yes, uh, yes. Well, let's, a... say, let's say, I don't know, 43. We've never even heard of this film. No, I said I did a yes, but it's a no. It was uh, a big no. What am I doing? See, this is why I hate this. Your dumb segment. <laughs> what am I doing? It's such a it's such a mishmash. Nah, we need it's a, great. We need a better system than Airplay. I swear. <laughs> Because it, it's good when you're doing radio because it automatically goes over to the next one. Oh, okay. But because I've got this track, I've got this notepad open that has the scores, I have to remember to click off it, <laughs> put it back to incorrect buzz to hit you with it again. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I no, oh. I didn't know that this movie existed. The, originally, I had put in American Psycho, um, yep. but then I saw that it was part of the, and I'm using air quotes again here, uh, American Psycho like film universe or something. Oh. And I was like, what is this? And it turns out there's a two, it's got 11%, it's got Mila Kunis in it, and it sucks, apparently. That's all I know is about she, it. Is she the psycho? I Well, she's on the front cover. I'm she's pretty sure, yeah, I thought it was about a girl. Yeah, so there we go. That's the end of The Fruit is a Cute. What'd you get? You, you <laughs> missed out, Dragon Ball. Two out of six, I think. Yep, Eight Mile and American Hustle. But I got those ones spot on. Okay, spot great. On. Victory for me. Good. I, Moving on. <laughs> Um, I think that's the end of the show for Ignorance Is This this week. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, God, oh. that is a that is an absolute crap show of a segment <laughs> on now, my end. I'm now, so I, just, sorry. I do need to give you your homework for next week. Yeah, please let me know. Let's not rush off into the darkness. No, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> so... Yeah, it's your turn next week. We won't watch. We won't be watching a new film release. No. We're, next week we're gonna make Scott watch a, a film he doesn't bloody know about. No. Nope. He's never heard of, but it's like everyone else will know about it, just not him. <laughs> <laughs> what could it possibly be? All right. Okay. So interestingly, I'm not gonna tell you the title. Oh, but I might have known about it. But I, I'm not. Well. Do you know? For I'm a actually fact gonna. That I'm I don't? actually no. Well, I think I don't know. Just calm down. <laughs> okay. Stop making me speak. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna give you this film on a USB without the title. Okay. I don't think the title's like a spoiler, but I'm just being precautious. Yeah. No, this is an interesting um, development. <clears throat> yeah. So yeah, just a, just a bit of an experiment. What do you think without the title? Okay. Knowing absolutely. So this time, this time you will know literally nothing. Literally nothing. Okay. But what I will tell you. Is so that the listeners may you know find out what it is on their own, and you will not go Google this. It is <laughs> the film is made by Robert Rodriguez, okay, and it was made in 1996. Oh, good year! Yeah, good, very good year. Good birth year. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right. Well, I mean, there's, for people that are listening at home, there's not much to sizzle there. But <laughs> Listeners can go look that up, and if they know the film, or if they if they've seen it, maybe they will understand what I'm doing here. Awesome. But anyway, All yes, right. cool. Well, thank you very much for listening. This has been another episode of Ignorance. Is this? My name is Scott Martin, and I'm oh, goodbye, <laughs> goodbye, everybody. <laughs>